It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Well, she's not on yet. Oh, she's not on well, yeah, We're still actually waiting on a DD here? Yeah. Well, well, what I will say is um, he was going to preface the Penn State. Make sure we got the Ohio State postgame show. It's coming back Saturday against Penn State. We'll be on there. Tyvis will be on there. And how are you going to know about it? You got to subscribe to our YouTube channel. You got to, man. Let's go. Click the bell, and then you'll know when the postgame show is going to And I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching. There, if there's a 1,000 people in the chat, we're supposed to at least have a 1,000 likes, right? Because you've been watching the whole time. It's a one-to-one. It don't cost you nothing. No. All you got to do is hit it. That's all you got to do. Subscribe do, to the channel. Are we going to bring Robert back or no? Yeah, actually, we have a DD right now. Oh, DD. okay. DD's okay. back. Yep. All right, DD, welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Good to see you again. Uh, anything pop in your head about this Browns-Bengals game that you didn't share with us earlier in the week? Good morning. Gosh, you sound really excited to see me, Jay. <laughs> I, listen, I'm thrilled to see you. It's good afternoon. It's good afternoon. Jay's got one I mean, foot. Was that like the most Aditi. low key? Like, that was oh, low key. Let me explain Robert, something to you. What else do you have to say? Here's what happened. First of all, we, no. we, we wrapped up with Robert Smith. It was a little awkward because he froze up right at the end, so we were a little off kilter. And Jay's got one foot in the parking lot. He's gone going on vacation this afternoon. Yeah. yeah. So he's Ooh. he's counting down the minutes till this show's over today. <laughs> hey, where are you going, dog? Oh, I see, I see. So you're basically telling me don't take it personally. Yeah. No, yeah, he's just telling you, Aditi. Now wait a minute. You know <laughs> my affinity for you. You know this. I mean, but Jay, you're like leaning back. Like, yeah, welcome to the show. Hey, Bull hit it. Bull hit it. I, he's he's got calling one foot it one lot. foot in the parking lot Thursday. Hey, Didi, just talk for four minutes and get us closer to one o'clock. That's what Jay's saying. <laughs> is that it? Is that what, does it? Does it matter what I talk about, Jason? Or no, Jason? whatever you want. Just no. go four minutes hey, and get it closer to one o'clock. I was singing your praises <laughs> on the show earlier today when I said that even the calm, level-headed voice of reason, Aditi, was on this show earlier saying, I don't get it. Know who you are. You're a run team. Why does Nick Chubb have 16 carries? It's a wrap. <laughs> so we had an over-under. Was he going to get 20 carries this week? No. And I said, yes, he is, because they're going to listen to what you were saying. You're speaking <laughs> common sense. Jay, nobody listen to- listens to me. Come on, <laughs> my husband doesn't listen to me. My children don't listen to me. You think Kevin Stefanski is suddenly going if to listen to me? If he's smart, he will. Dear. 
If he's smart, he will. Is that a statement on my children and my husband right there? (laughs) (laughs) I live live in a family. Actually, my husband just doesn't listen. He just doesn't hear me. Even my three-year-old the other day said to him, Daddy, Mommy already said that. And Mm. my son is just a born negotiator. So he just argues for the sake of arguing. That's that's bad when you get called out by your kid. Uh, Your three-year-old kid. Yeah, but it's not like he heard her either. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's selective hearing. But that's, a, that's a male thing. Like, we, 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 oh, we hear what we need to hear. And right. We, so do you think Kevin Stefanski needs to hear me say, feed the ball to Nick Chubb? Or this, does he just kind of like... He needs to hear you say that. Because he's not listening to anybody it's else. So easy. It's really so easy for all of us. Considering that the Bengals are coming to town, I was pretty... I spent what, nine or ten games with the Bengals last year was as bullish on them as I could be outside of I didn't think they were great in situational football. But other than that, I mean, huge fan of the Bengals um, and the way that they played. But in that Super Bowl, we've talked about this before, Adam, so I apologize to bring it back up, but there were two third-and-ones and and two fourth-and-ones, two in the first drive when they went for it and two in the final potential game-winning drive where the Bengals didn't have their Pro Bowl 225-pound running back on the field. So forget, like, not giving the ball to Joe Mixon. They didn't even have him on the field on these key third-and-one, fourth-and-ones. And and that's in the Super Bowl, the biggest game ever. So it just sort of feels like we're seeing this so much. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball more. I mean, you talk about – the Ravens early on, it was like, why aren't they running the ball? You talk about the Steelers and it's like, well, what's going on with their run game? It's just, it, it's a, as much as we love sitting here and talking about newfangled offenses and spread offenses, and it's a different game and it's a wide receivers game. At the end of the day, what is that line? You throw to score, you run to win. I, That's I don't what know. the line is. I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I agree with you that Mixon should have been on the field. However, the Bengals were throwing to win. They, I mean, but you could throw to Mixon. It's worse for the Bengals. You needed half a yard. I mean, you needed, you didn't even need a foot. You needed, <clears> I like, hear you, but he throws, they, they put it on Burrow a lot. You know that. They put it on Burrow a lot in those situations. Yeah, but fine. I mean, but it, he works better when the run game is actually opening everything up. Agreed. And Mixon should have been on the field. I don't know that it's an apples to apples comparison. In fact, it's not with the Browns. Because, no, it's not. But I'm just right. saying in general that we always say, like, it always boils down to at the end of the day, like, no matter what you say, just about everybody can run, can be found, can be found to have needed to run the ball more or run the ball in certain situations. Sure. And it just feels like we in football are moving away from that. And I don't really, unless you're Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans, and I just don't really understand why. But like, I think, I, I do think that. that it's getting. I, these last two games, Nick Chubb hasn't gotten the ball enough. I think most people would agree with that. I think overall, in his time in Cleveland with Stefanski, I don't think that's been an overarching problem that he Agreed. hasn't gotten the ball enough. There, no, there are games where I, it's happened. Right, and I think that that's an issue sometimes too, is that you know that this is a run-first team, that you know that everything is set up off of the run, the play-action pass game, all of that. So issue only, you know, there may be some – players that prefer to play in a different style offense okay it's just it's just a little befuddling I mean but look at the end of the day it's never one thing we're looking at Kareem Hunt right now and I know we talked about this before and I said that everybody should always listen do you think that he should be traded 
I would wait till after the Bengals game, personally. If they lose to the Bengals, I would trade him. If they beat the Bengals, I would not. That's how I feel about it. No. And everybody else is in no. agreement we, with we, you? We talked about it earlier. Aditi, my, my thing was the value now, what you're going to get in return for him, isn't worth losing him. I, I do want to see what he can, what the offense can be with Chubb and Hunt, however ineffectively they're, they're going to be used with Deshaun Watson on the field <laughs> at the same time. Because maybe but if they, can get a they third strike round pick lightning. For him? I, you're not going to get a third-round pick I for him now. Could. I don't no. think you are. The Panthers got a second-round pick, a third, and a fourth, and a fifth for McCaffrey. I, I don't think there's a huge gap between McCaffrey and Hunt. Well, you're also oh, talking about a couple <clears throat> a couple weeks earlier in the season. I hear if you. If you trade him after the Bengals game, you're literally getting him for half a season. But what's the difference? The now, price goes down. But ultimately, you, you, you're acquiring McCaffrey not for these regular season games. You're acquiring for the playoffs. Same thing and McCaffrey's value is higher. higher. It is higher, I agree, yeah. which is why you're not going to get a second-round pick. But I don't think it's that big a difference well, that you couldn't get a third-rounder. I just don't, you know, like, I have a hard time thinking that the Browns are completely, totally out of it just yet. Simply because there's the no one that's are. really – I mean, there's nobody in the AFC that's – it's – Exactly as I said on Tuesday, and I hate yeah. to repeat myself, but it's just about getting into the dance. Right. And we know that this is a streaky game and that somebody can get hot. And sometimes it's just success begets success. Uh, confidence begets confidence. And sometimes it's just one game that can be a catalyst in some way. When my stomach growls, could you guys hear that? Like, <laughs> no. no. Does the microphone pick I, that up? No. But got, you know what? They took my garbage can. Yeah, we don't have so the garbage can anymore, so we can't throw the bottles. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who moved the garbage <laughs> can, but I appreciate it. Punish <laughs> like children around here. Just <laughs> taking the garbage oh, can away. Aditi, I think you're right, and that's why I, would, I wouldn't trade Hunt now, because if they beat the Bengals and they're three and five, that's a different story. At two and six... The odds of them making the playoffs at two and six when they're now three games back behind Cincinnati and don't have the tiebreaker. I know you could get a wild card or whatever. At two and six, it's nearly impossible, uh, especially when they have a tough I schedule. Just, Go ahead. You know what? I, I need somebody to put this team on his back. That's it. You know, and it, it, I'll go back yes. to the Titans game, and I apologize because obviously that's the game that I just called that I was part of the crew on this weekend. And Derrick Henry. And now I think it's four straight games with 100 yards. But going into that game, Derrick Henry had three straight games with 100 rushing yards. And I'd asked Todd Downing, the offensive coordinator, I said, what changed? What turned him on? And he said, you know what? I think he just realized, screw it. I need to carry this team. And I'm not saying that that's Nick Chubb. I think defensively, Miles Garrett just needs to put this team on his back and say, okay, someone has to wreak havoc, and that's it. And that's me. Well, and I need to nice. make everything impossible. And if I need to take Joe Burrow down four times, okay. And those are things that are contagious and infectious. And you see somebody come to work that way consistently. And this is what we keep talking about with Miles. Like we know that in those moments, in those flashes, he can compete with the best linemen out there. But I need to see it week in, week out. This is a guy that's taking over a game and that's that. And I'm just waiting on that. You need one – again, like, I know I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. And on one hand, football is about puzzle pieces. Every single puzzle piece has to fit. It's never just any one thing. But on the other hand, you can sometimes have that one player that's up here that just raises everybody else's level by virtue of his play. Not by screaming, not by saying I need to do it, not by stomping his feet, just by going out there and doing so it. I don't think hey, it could be Nick Chubb because hey. you have to hand him the ball before he can be that yeah. guy. Do, you, yeah. do, do, we, do we just simply 
overstate the talent on the team? Did we just think the talent was a little better than what it actually was? I'm not ready to say that. I don't think so. I don't. I really don't. I, I look at... I don't look at someone and say, well, gosh, he's slower than I thought he was, or his lateral speed isn't what I thought it was. It, it, it just still feels, I don't want to call them Emmys. I don't want to call them mental errors because I don't actually know. It just feels like they're not playing with that swagger that you thought that they would have. They're not playing with that confidence. They're not playing with that shutdown mentality. I, I just... I don't know. Again, which is why I say I think at some point somebody's just got to say enough already. You're going to ride me. And and I and I mean it like I mean it defensively more so than offensively because to your point Jay, at least with Derrick Henry, they know they're going to give him the ball 20 to 30 right. times. They don't know the that Nick Cubb is getting the ball 20 to 30 times. Yeah. Hey, Didi, I've actually used him, Derrick Henry, as an example of, because it looked to me like the tread was starting to come off the tires a little bit earlier in the season. And, hey, the Browns, I think, are doing this so that that doesn't happen to them. What's the Titans' philosophy with him? Just run him, and then when there's no yes. tread left, we're going to go find another Derrick Henry? Because I said earlier this week, like, maybe that is the answer. Just run Nick Chubb until he can't run anymore, and then you're going to go find Jerome Ford. You're going to go find another back and plug him in and go. That's but it's, I mean, look, Mike Tomlin did that for years, right? Isn't that exactly what Mike Tomlin's philosophy yep. was, whether it was Willie Parker or Le'Veon Bell or whatever? We're just going to run the – I think he even was quoted saying that about Willie Parker, I believe. We're just going to run the tires off of him or – I don't know exactly. Um, maybe Anthony, you can find it for me while I keep talking, and we can spell <laughs> another two minutes for Jay. But um, I don't. I mean, I appreciate. Look, at the end of the day, if you know that a coach has your back, you're going to have his back. At the end of the day, every team that has success feels to some degree that their leadership cares about them off the field too, cares about them as human beings. And I think that there's a great statement in the fact that the Browns care about Nick Chum and they want to do what they can to elongate his career, to extend his career. But I think that the Titans look at Derrick Henry and think that he's special and they don't think that all the regular rules apply to him. Well, and, and he's so they, different. His body type is so different. Correct. correct. And so... <clears throat> And they also know that at the end of the day, Derrick Henry wants to win more than he wants to have a 20-year career. Aditi, that's, that's, you just hit on it. I wish so badly that Nick Chubb wasn't a closed book. I would love to have a sit-down interview with Nick <laughs> Chubb and ask him what his thoughts are on this. Because I think his thoughts do matter. Would you, because when the, He'll I'm never just, tell us. No, like, he wouldn't, and that's, that's why that's what drives me nuts. He's whatever smart. Coach needs, whatever he, coach needs, whatever right, team and, wants. And that's, that's great, but I also know he's got a mind, and the and the wheels yeah. are turning. And I, am I assigning my emotions to him when they show him with his overcoat on in the fourth quarter, not in the game? I know how I would feel. What the hell am I doing here? I want to be out there where I can make a difference. I want to win. Does he want to win? I'm assuming he does. He, he performs his job with utmost pride. Every practice rep, Nick Chubb takes the ball and runs to the end zone. You know, these are practice reps. They just right. have to tag you, and then you're out, and you're done. Right. Every single one, he runs to the end zone. And I remember talking about this with Jacoby Brissett, and he was like, why does he do that? Like, he doesn't need to do that. He does that because that is how driven, that is how competitive, that – is who Nick Chubb is 
and that is what his desire is. I think so, it's right in front of our am eyes. Am I projecting? But I think all the evidence shows that, yeah, Nick Chubb yeah. inside somewhere is seething in some way because he wants the ball. But this is the, this is the dilemma of every great player. And it's funny. I remember having this conversation with Antonio Brown once, and he was legitimately, sincerely saying to me, why is it wrong that I ask for the ball? He said, I'm not trying to be a distraction. I'm not trying to be a diva, but I legitimately believe that every single time, I don't know that he said legitimately, but he said, yeah. I believe every time the ball is in my hands, I have the chance to score. So why would I not want to help my team and score? And that's why I'm asking for the ball. I see that I can beat my man or I believe in myself that much. That's what I'm doing. And there's so much truth in that. You want guys that raise their hands. You want yeah, guys that do. that ball in that key moment. Michael Jordan was not giving that ball up to somebody else. He wanted to take that shot. That's what you want. But yet we also beat into these guys that yep. there's a selfishness to that. Right. And guy. so, yeah. right, it's finding that right balance of saying, hey, pick me, hey, pick me. I'm available. I can do it. I believe in me and yet not turning somebody off. And Jay, certainly we can talk about this in our business too. I mean, I know as a reporter, I have said, hey, I'd love to do this interview, or I believe I can be on the field here, or you can count on me in this moment. And it's being seen as a squeaky wheel. Like or you I just be, be doing play-by-play play for, an, for a Major League Baseball yeah. team, which is absolutely true, and I'm better than almost everybody out there. But uh, And I totally believe that, and that's I could prove it, but I won't be given a chance. But anyway... To be fair, Nick Chubb, second and fourth quarter, rushing, fourth quarter rushing attempts last year, second and fourth quarter rushing attempts this year, and probably the only reason he's not first is because they have Kareem Hunt, who's almost as good a back as Nick Chubb, and is a significantly better pass-catching back. And as much as I agree there at times I'd like to see Chubb out there, unlike the Bengals who don't have a good second back, so they should never take Mixon off, the Browns at the moment have a great second back, and he is a significantly better pass catcher than Nick Chubb. Put them out there together. And, but they don't fuck, use. Okay, but that but they do use him in the fourth quarter. As little as Nick yeah. Chubb, as little I'm as Kareem, Hunt, as little as Hunt has played. Okay, we complain about and I complain about it too. As little as Hunt has played in the fourth quarter, he is I, I believe fifth and he is fourth. Nick Chubb is second. Oh, let me just double check this. Hold on. Nick Chubb is second. In fourth quarter rushing attempts. Should be first. And Kareem Hunt is fourth. No, the reason he's second is because of yeah. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, but you know they're what? That's second and fourth, so how big It's not like beat? they're in position to close out a game either. You know, like he would have more fourth fourth quarter carries exactly. if the Browns were up and closing out a game. Exactly. They, if they're winning down. in the fourth quarter, he gets the ball. Right. I think that's you know, how they drew this up, actually, was have the lead in the fourth quarter and give it to them and let them put it away. They can't get the lead. Well, That's the problem. Yeah, well, they can't get the lead in the fourth quarter. They're always playing from the behind. The Jets game, they had a nice and they, lead. They did have a lead in the Jets game. And Atlanta, they had the and lead. And we weren't complaining about Nick Chubb getting the ball in the Jets game because he got the ball plenty in that game. No, there were other things to Although complain about. Although it was about. funny, early in that game, the Jets backs actually had more rushing yards. That it took a while for the Browns backs right, to get You're right, you're right, they did. Uh, what's your confidence level? We did a confidence meter to start this uh, show. I think I was the highest at five. Yeah, it, it, about the, the Browns. You're confident that the Browns will beat the Bengals. Uh, G. Bush and I brought brought down the uh, the average. We're a two. Where are you? Uh, I'll give it a five. Thank you. Okay. Come on in. The water's warm. Well, I, <laughs> I'm a little more optimistic now. 
because the two smartest people on the show give it a five. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> I gave it a four. If you're putting yeah, Penn you know, State say, in is, the same class as the Ivy any, League, yeah, my this, God, this is such an any given Sunday thing. Like it yep. really, you know, and, and I don't. The Bengals are indeed playing better. They're getting their stride back to some degree. They do have so much talent. As Adam and I talked about a few weeks ago, he believes it's the most talent in the division. All of that, I get it. But, I mean, how many crazy things have we seen this season? Well, Tampa any, Bay and Carolina. Sunday, or in this case, any given Monday. I mean, does Halloween, the energy of Halloween, does that do something? Does the urgency yeah. of Adam saying, this defines your season right here. Does Kareem Hunt say, I don't want them shipping me out of my hometown. To, you know, like, See, who knows? I don't know. Aditi, you mean you didn't have Carolina after they traded McCaffrey, putting it to Tampa Bay? Everybody saw that coming, yes. didn't we? Can't say I saw that. Can't say I saw the Steelers beating Tom Brady. Can't say that and, I saw And the Bears over the, the Patriots. Who you got Edward. tonight? And, you know? Who you got tonight, Tampa or uh, Baltimore? Um, I, I think Baltimore. Hmm. I, maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'd just like to see Baltimore win. But I, I uh, but we would like, to, like see Tampa to see Baltimore win. win. I hate Baltimore. <laughs> okay, Aditi, right. uh, where, where are you this weekend? Uh, I'm in Detroit. I have the Miami Dolphins at the one-win Detroit Lions. Wow. Okay. Very good. Enjoy the game. But hey, you know, I'll get to see Mike McDaniel. I'm excited about that. We'll see Tua. Second game off, you know, return. And right. he is a very exciting young player. There's a ton of speed there. And I'm curious to see that up close and in person. Um, yeah. So I'm eager to see it. And- I think the Dolphins, are, the Dolphins are a playoff team, so... Yeah. Go ahead. What did you say, Adam? Can you text me and let me know if Amon Ross St. Brown is playing? Uh, <laughs> I will try to remember to do that. And if I don't, you message me. You give right. me. Uh, um, he is a he is a lovely, lovely, lovely young man. I've heard he that about him. Great to talk to. Yeah, yes. I've heard that. Really, truly, a delight to talk to. Listen, uh, because Thanks. my introduction to you on this program was so underwhelming today, <laughs> I'm going to go over the top do as it. we say goodbye. Do it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We say goodbye to the one, the only, the greatest sideline reporter that's ever been, <laughs> Aditi Kinkabwala. Hey! There we go. We lose credibility when we go. Yes. Stand ovation. Yes, they're not standing. We're standing. We're not worthy. Aditi, right. we'll see you next week. See you later. <laughs> I feel bad now. <laughs> I'm pissed off. Why? Oh, boy. I'm What's wrong? Off. What's what wrong? happened? It was a lovely interview. What, that how was can, a, that, that, how was, can was, that anger you? That was a great interview, but... But she just she brought she brings up some some legitimate things. I'm tired. I, I just I can't have the Brown that Browns handicap you, bro. It's crazy. Like I'm sitting here watching watching them, them, her tell about a team uh, uh, of Joe Burrow and, and and just how much they utilize what they got. I know. But they she just complained that they didn't use Joe Mixon in the biggest uh, spot. Forget Joe Mixon. Their best player is Jamar Chase. Well, you also have to look at the situation. The best player is Joe Burrow. <laughs> You know, oh, okay. Well, so, so the thing is, the, the best player is Joe Burrow on third and one. But what's the situation? What's the situation? Joe Burrow will do what he wants. I want to win or lose with my, Joe, my, but if the situation is a half yard. You give I'm, it to the guy that gets a half yard. I'm tired of waiting. I waited 30 years for Ben Roethlisberger to kill us. I, I, I saw Joe Flacco kill you for 17 years, and then Lamar Jackson comes, and you're still waiting. Yeah. We got beat by Andy Dalton. They draft Joe Burrow. Now they're good, and they go to the Super Bowl. I'm tired of waiting on all of this. 
And it sucks because as a prognosticator, I got to sit here and, and think of creative ways to blow smoke up everybody's ass. No, you don't have to do that. No, you don't. It, you it, don't. I, I, the last three weeks, I've picked them to lose. I'm going to pick them to just, lose this week. I don't if know. If you think that they're, they're going to lose, pick them to lose. But, 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 the, but it's, not, it's just not the losing this week. It's just the way you talk about other teams and the way you got to talk about yours. When you see other teams doing it right. What's the common denominator? Common denominator is... Of all the losing. Common denominator is... Yeah. I see other teams getting players. I see those teams use their players. I see throwing for 500 yards. Look at this. He throwing for 500 a game. Then you turn Lamar Jackson on. Are you running all over people? The Steelers just continuously, T.J. Watt, he just do whatever he wants to. Yeah, but gee, come on now. They, they have Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. The Browns don't have that guy. What, what, what I'm, what, it's not an apples to apples. No, it is. Nick Chubb. You have Nicholas Chubb. No, 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 no. Come bull, on. Bull, 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 bull. See this? You, you, Jamar Chase doesn't have the most catches so in the NFL, what, should he? What did he do as a rookie? He's got two great receivers with him. What did he do as well, a rookie? Well, so did the Browns with Kareem Hunt. They've got but, one other good running back you with six me, carries this, last week. But see, here's That's one week. See, Bull, I got to keep it real with you. Yeah. Because that's your squad. You have an opportunity to have the luxury of saying, well, Joe Burrow throws for five. You sit back. But here's the thing. This is my only team. And if I got my best player, I want him to have the ball every damn time. Not second, not fifth, not seventh. I want him to be the man every damn time, just like Joe Burrow, just like Lamar Jackson. I want Those my guys to be back. So running back, no, 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 no. Have it no you use who you got. Well, well, one thing that we talked but, on yesterday briefly, you said, what do yeah. you want them to run every time on first down? Yeah, but they do. They don't. They they don't run every time you on want first them to down. Run every first down. That's I do. Ridiculous. I do. Can That's I tell? Can I tell you why? You can't run every first what down. Is, what sense. is he average? What is what is Jacoby Brissett average? More than Nick Chubb per play. What does Jacoby Brissett average is more yards per play than Nick Chubb? Well, he's a quarterback. Okay, but you said they got to run on every first down. Bull, answer. Just follow this line of reasoning here for yes. a second. What does he average per run? Five point nine. It's on 5. the screen. Five point nine. Okay, so. There's going to be, on average, yeah. you're going to be second and four. What does that do? You tell me. I know you know. What does that do when you're second and four? Guess what? You run into It opens the playbook. It's just silly to say run every we first just, down. We no, just it's heard, not. Because we just heard you, it. Said you want to literally run every first down. Did I say I do. that? That's what he just said. I do. I I'm want talking to, to him. Let, let, I'll say it. Let's talk about this. That's Adi- insane. Adidi. Jason, would you help me? Yeah, yeah. I, I am enjoying it. If Adidi, you run it on every first down, down, if you run on every first down, you're going to be in second and nine. You're going to be in second and nine. Because the average is six a carry. Listen, what I'm telling you, what, what I'm saying to you, don't minimize it and boil down to every first down. I'm not in the minutia. But that's what Jay said. He said every first down. I'm talking. Okay. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is this. She just said, at one point in time, you hand the ball to Derrick Henry and you put the team on his back. They know they got Ryan Tannehill. They know they don't got no receivers. But what do they do? They use what they got. It's unacceptable to but not geez, use what you they have. Haven't just lost to... these games for that reason. It doesn't. They've lost these games because of the defense. Okay, you listen, know that. Listen, here's here's your, here's the problem. The problem is this: if you're gonna sit here and, and you're being evaluated for what you do. You can't say I'm okay here, but I'm not okay over here. There are times in the game when you need to have a play and the man ain't even on the field. That's unacceptable. The man's not a good pass catcher. Is that true? 
Can't have him on the field in some way, shape, or form. He's not a good pass he's on, If he's on the he field, he's drawing the attention. He is on the field. He has the second most carries of any running back. Should Who be cares? the most. What do you mean? You can't he say he's anymore. not on the field when he has the Wait, second most And he carries. doesn't anymore. He's down to third or fourth now. In fourth now. quarter carries. Uh, That's what I said. Fourth quarter nonsense. He's second. You're, you're, you're cherry-picking stats no, to make not. it seem like. I'm not no, cherry-picking stats. No, Where is he in, in the he league now in terms of total carries? That's third not what you said. He's not in the game in the fourth quarter. He's not in the there's game. He's in many, the game in the well, fourth quarter. Of course he's in the game, but there's too many times where he's not. Because when they're in the two-minute offense, Kareem Hunt's a much better player and, than that. And they don't even give him the ball. They do. He's fourth in the league in fourth quarter carries. If you, so what do you mean they don't look, give him the on. ball? How many carries a game? I'm does giving he, you facts. No, 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 no. Listen, they don't exist. When we're talking about fourth quarter, I'm yeah. talking about the whole game. You know how you get down? Because you don't do anything in the first quarter. Yes, they fourth, do. Fourth quarter does not do anything if you don't have the lead. So well, why would you, you not use him? You guys keep changing the argument. I give you a proof of something. You guys keep changing the argument. I'm with You've ball. done it like four times. I'm Enjoying this, but I, I, I'm, I with mean, come on on this. I'm with Paul on the, this one. The, the reality of it is, we'll leave it. We'll leave it right here. The reality is, they're not losing because uh, of because uh, Nick Chubb doesn't have three listen, more touches. The, the, re, the reality is, you can't sit up here, and I'm going to tell you how it is. It's factual. You you have the luxury of seeing your team put points on the board and utilize your people, but then you can't come over to this side and say, "Well, he's getting the ball enough." No, 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 no. The Bengals utilize everybody. They do it, and they're going to throw the ball. They threw 500. He threw for 1,000 in two games. They didn't take the ball out of his hands. I want my guy to have the same opportunity to affect the you football can't game. compare a running back to a quarterback. That's silly. I'm with you. You know that. You Although I will say, you I, I believe that you have, you have CBDS. What's that? Cleveland Byron during syndrome. Jay's talking about yards per carry. I'm telling you, the quarterback who, who has more yards per attempt, and you're saying, well, it's a quarterback. It's well, well, that's the case. Throw them every time. How's that going to work out for it's you? Jacoby the Browns have run on first down more than any other team. What do you want? I want well, more. If, if a running back did have more yards per carry than the quarterback had per play, I'd be very concerned. Of course. Doesn't happen. But you said, but Jay, Jay, what I said was, second. you said run him because he averages six yards a carry. Yes, that's, that's not a good reason. Run him on every first down, down because it'll huh? be second because and four. Because Jacoby Brissett averages seven yards per attempt. So it's not a good idea to run the ball if you're averaging six yards a carry. It's not a good idea. It's never a good idea to do everything the same every way. That's absurd. You know that. I'm not saying run every play. You literally you said, said run every first down. That's, that's what, what I said. said. I didn't that's say. That's insane. You don't do the same thing ball. every first down. You're not listening. Pull I'm the cotton out of your ears. You said. What I said was, I'm not saying run every play. You said run every first down. That is what I said. That's ridiculous. If, Who's if, on first? If you run every first down. What's on yes. second? And you have a back that's averaging six yards a carry. And by the way, you sat in that chair earlier this year and said, Nick Chubb's unstoppable. He Fantastic. is. Oh, so why would and we use him? he's starting the league in carries. Nick's unstoppable. Why My, should we use him? But listen, I'm not listen, I'm not I, dealing with third. Third got you two and five. Yeah. Five, what's first? He's 17 carries behind. So if he got four more carries a game, they'd be 7 They'd have five wins right now? Listen, I'd love to see it. I'd love to, I'd love see, to see it. it. So you guys are embarrassing. I'd love so. to see it. So, but You're you, embarrassing but, yourself. But, but, no. but, but, Come but on you, now. But you are. That's ridiculous. You are. You said you wanted to run every first down. You want to use Jacoby Brissett more than Nick Chubb. You just told me that. I want to do what? Anthony Anthony Schwartz, Bell, and, 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 and who's and, talking about those guys? Because you want to throw the ball. You did. I, when did I say I want to throw the ball? I said I don't want to run it every first down. <laughs> we got to move guys, on. No, we're not. I'm with you. No, 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 no. Did you say they should run every first down? Did you say they should run every first down? Anthony, go ahead. Did you say they should run every first down? 
Don't ignore my question. You said they should run okay, every first down. If I'm going to answer I'm yours, saying that's ridiculous. you're going to answer mine. Yes. What I said yes. was you want to use Jacoby Brissett more than Nick that Chubb. That is not what I said. I yes, never said that. You told me that they've got more yards per play than that when they correct. use Jacoby Brissett. using that as I a counterpoint to your 5.9 right. yards per carry. I, say, I want them to run on for, uh, Most teams should throw more often on first down. The Browns should run more often on first down, right. which they do, you can't, and they do it more than any other team. You can't run on you every said, first down. When you, you said correct. You said that the Browns should run every first down. That's absurd. Yes. There's no yes. coach in America that would ever do that. I, I think they should. I think they That's should. That's ridiculous. They're a running team. Jay, you don't run on every first down. You don't realize. You don't think that's He's unstoppable. Gee, do you agree that's ridiculous? Gee, Bush, unstoppable. He sat there and said nobody can stop Nick Chubb. So just run him every play then. Uh, well, Not every uh, play. Uh, 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 start every start every first down with a sense. five six yard run. Here, doesn't make any sense. If you do that every it's play, it's not going to be a five or six yard run. What's uh, the averaging on first and ten? Uh, Let's figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I tried, bro. I tried. Go ahead. I swear yeah, no, I did. I mean, you know, whatever you guys are ready. I, I, I swear you I did. Make it up the things that one I day, and I, I run it into the wall. It's okay. <laughs> I like that hoodie, by Anthony, the way. Thank you. Yes. We'll do your read. We'll get to the Cavs here in a second. Uh, Earl, if you can throw our PCC up here, right there. Um, we're going to take some – we took – sorry, I had to – the kids are in charge today. <laughs> it's okay. Back here. It's okay. The kids are out here too. Yeah, and we're not doing any better. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we ran a couple polls, and whenever we ask for polls in the YouTube chat, it's brought to us by PCC Airfoils. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Looking for a job with career advancements and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. In all locations of PCC Airfoils is located in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva. Are hiring for all positions starting at $18 an hour and up, plus full... <laughs> Plus, get a full benefit package, paid time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Nailed it. Thank that you. Is. I'm trying my best. That, I know. You, you nailed I'm, it. I'm, I can see you guys <laughs> laughing out there. No, it's something else. So, we asked the chat um, if they we wanted their confidence meter, and they all agreed to with you guys. About 60%, 330 people voted. They oh. don't think we're going to win Monday. So they're all five or lower, four oh, or lower, Yeah, they're all, they're all with you guys. They, they have no confidence. Now, that's in interesting today. because even after the Browns were two and two, the next week when we asked who's going to win the game, I think it was 99% said the Browns. Uh, yeah. So to your point, G. Bush, we want them to do so well that we talk ourselves into, well, they're going to. Yeah, by the, by the end of by, when you start, you're looking around, you're like, oh, this is, I'm mad after the game. By the time you get to Friday, you're like, well, look, Let's talk about the keys to victory. Yeah. We might be able to. Who's playing? Somebody ain't injured no more. All but, of a sudden. But now I, even the fan base is like, like now nah, nah, it's nah, over. Nah, we got to do it. It's just a trade in the NFL. What happened? Kadarius Tony of the Giants traded to the Chiefs for a third and sixth round pick. Wow. They That's got a third. I know he's on his rookie contract. He ended yeah. up squatting the NFL. No, no, I know, but it's because of his, obviously, his potential and because of the But control. he's never done anything. But so, it's the control. I bet you the Browns can get a third from Kareem Hunt. We'll I, listen, if they, Jason, do you think they can? If they can, I would say do it immediately. I think probably a fourth. I think so, too. I, I thought a fourth or a fifth. A three could be a stretch. If you but get this a third is, for eight games, I would, they'd be crazy not to do it. I mean, this is why we had the conversation before the season. I know. Why you would trade Kareem before the season because of this exact scenario. Right. That they're struggling, you know, with Nick Chubb's your bell cow, you could probably get more in value for Kareem than he gives you on the field. That's why I was arguing yep. to trade him before the season I was because with you. The, the, the history showed that Kansas City Kareem isn't going to be Cleveland Kareem. We're not using him the way they used him in Kansas City. Because of that, and we knew what, what do we expect it to all of a sudden change right. 
It didn't change. Right. They've misused him the same way this year they did his previous years here. Now you're going to get less value for him when you move him. And I, if they can get a third, my goodness, I think they'd pull the trigger on that immediately. I just yeah. don't think it, yeah. that will happen. Yeah, Anthony. so we also, I just want to say a uh, shout-out to Spunny Images, $50 Super Chat. Great show today, guys. Somebody believes in us, Look. even if we don't believe in ourselves. There's, it's, yeah, there's shout blood out to, on the carpet today. Shout-out to there's, Super there's Chat. There's one. Apparently, that's what Spunny likes. Hey, to be truthful, I'm going to be honest with you. They need this type of the fire on the field. They need they, this they type do. of person. We got more fire in the studio than this team has on the field. Man, well, that's a fact. That's super fact. We can agree on that. <laughs> I, I really, I thought it was interesting. So kind of the theme of the show, almost accidentally, was something that our first guest, Maurice, said. Disruptor. I love that word. They need a disruptor. Robert Smith talked yep. about the value of having someone like that. Aditi talked about the value of having someone like that. Yep. I think it was you that asked who's the disruptor on this team, or maybe no, you did. Me. They don't have one. They don't have I one. think that's the that's the answer, and that's the problem. And it's well, not it has even, to be Miles Garrett. But we're not even talking disruptor on the field. No, <laughs> internally. Yeah, yeah I just, think I think more inter- I think internally it means more. Maurice said I would look at my teammates who had been there longer than me, and I would challenge them. Yeah, I would I would tell them you're lazy. Like who is that guy? Right. And I don't think they have one. And before they had a coach, Greg Williams just remember Greg Williams used to tell uh, Miles Garrett, "Hey, you ain't allowed to do it, no no other moves except for a rip." Uh, he used to tell Denzel Ward, "You tackle terrible, you won't end up out of the yeah, league." Yeah, he did. You Publicly. throw your body around. And you know what? The, uh, the other thing that I wanted to go back to was um, I, Robert Smith talked about the coaching change in season after week three. They fire their offensive coordinator, and they go with. Brian Billick, who ended up being one of the brilliant Terrific. offensive minds in the game. Now, granted, he had a million chess pieces to work with there. But I, th- I thought that was fascinating. Week three. Well, why they, are you even bringing him back if you're going to fire him after three games? Like, fire him in the offense. Well, that never makes sense when that happens. But happened. you know what? When it's the like Browns blasted that, though. Right. But look what happened. When the Browns last made that in-season change at coordinator. It worked. It worked. Turned the yeah, whole that wasn't season after around. week three, though. I, I, no, but it was it. early in the season. I got no problem. They want to fire Joe Woods or Prefer right now. I you got know, no here's problem. The, I just don't think they Alex know. Van Pelt is off off the table as a discussion because I don't even know. What, what does he do? Hey, we, I thought we supposed oh, to make the game plan together. We supposed to be talking about basketball. Well, but Stefanski's involved in that, so you can't fire yeah, one the guy of that you're working last with. night, guys. I just want you to know that. You went to the game, didn't you? I was at the game. And for a Wednesday night, the crowd was fantastic. Yeah. It was a great atmosphere. You're going to see that all year. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. Crowd was great Sunday. Um, I here's what my takeaway is, and then I'll open it to you guys. They won, and Mitchell had a bad bad game. Now I know that Orlando Mitchell is, isn't any good. Mitchell and Levert, neither one of them shot well. No, Levert. Well, as a team, they shot I think 30 percent from three point range. But Jenny was hot. But you know I, I who think, was balling? Jenny. He was. No, Jenny. He, he was not hitting his threes though. Ain't no matter. No, I think he was four of seven. He was getting well, to the no, no, no. rack. He Somebody got an and one and finished the Jenny deal. Jenny actually made a lot of two pointers yesterday. And again, <laughs> yeah, he did. in the right. right role, he can help them. Yeah. He's just not my favorite there guy on the floor in the fourth MVP quarter. Chance while he was at the foul line. <laughs> I'm just going to report that live from behind the basket. I don't care if there's no garbage can over there. Be better. Let's go, Jenny. This is a new the new Matthews Let's go. Let's go. No, I, I thought it was encouraging though that Mitchell, who carried them the first three yeah. games, and that's had this game. team they had a going, bad game, and they still they, they have, beat a bad team, but they won. They have so many ways they can beat you, whether it's a style of play or whether it's personnel. Mobley stepping up, Jared Allen stepping up. Kevin Love's going to have big games where he carries Mobley them down had 20, the stretch. I think didn't he? Yeah, Mobley and Allen had great. By the way, yeah, he had 19. Allen. How about this stat? 
So there were 19 players that played in this game last night. Mm-hmm. 19 players total between the two teams. Right. Okay. Jared Allen had seven offensive rebounds in this game. The wow. O- the other 18 players combined had 15 offensive rebounds. So he had one-third of all the offensive rebounds in the entire game. And that yeah, offensive nice rebounds is all about energy and hustle yeah. and, you know, obviously size helps. We, it, know, it feels like he's the, the heart and soul of this You know what team. I like more about that? You see, I, I always know what type of mindset you're in. I like my big man to be dunking the ball. He's now ain't no hooks. He's getting the rock. He's throwing it down on people. He's showing that nastiness. Now, I was worried about his hand a little bit because he had the hand situation. But I'll tell you what, nasty around the rim. I like to see Mobley was active. I saw him doing his thing. Uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do with the three because I, I think, and I was going to get you, better there. Yeah, they, 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 they rotating a lot of it. guys in there. They just wrote. Is that going to be a, a revolving until door? they find what they like? And, and I mean, right now you have to because Darius is out. Yeah, so that's the trickle down effect. And once Darius is back, I think they're going to keep any idea guys when he comes back, by soon. the way. Yeah. He's already missed a little bit more than I thought that he I thought would. so too. I thought he might just miss two. Yeah, Chicago and yeah. the home opener, but I, he'll three. he'll probably be back uh, this weekend. I you would, said I think. Jared Allen is the heart and soul of this team. I believe that you do. The Cavs do. have the Cavs have analytics <laughs> that show that he is their most valuable player. At least that was the case right. before Donovan, this before the Donovan trade. Well, yeah, before the trade, yeah. I would completely agree they, with that. After they the trade, I would like say he was if their analytics most... show that, you can set that set of data on well, fire too. I, I mean, we have four games with him together. No, I know, but we know what Donovan Mitchell but is. But before Mitchell got here, they because I think when you when you talk about their big three, Jared always seems to fall third on yeah, that list. Th- yeah. Oh, Darius and Mobley. That was the, the and I even put him there too. Yeah, but isn't he and the, the Cavs glue guy? always say the Cavs one of those glues guys that just holds it all. Together. Jared Allen. Yeah, yeah. And his blocks. I, it, maybe it's just me, but I think his blocks always seem to come at the most critical time, which tells me he could get a lot more if he was if if he wanted to spend that energy on yeah. it. But he gets blocks in critical places in the game that electrify the crowd. I think a big block. He had one Sunday night. I think that can be more in terms of setting a team on fire yeah. than, a, than a big dunk. Yeah. And yeah. he just comes up with them when we need them the most. And he just throws his body all over the place. I mean, he just plays with like – I just worry about him getting hurt because he plays with such – it seems like reckless abandon. When, probably not. When but. they made that trade, I was like, all right, he's, he's a good player. Like I thought he, the same he's thing. He's going to want to get paid. Like, we'll see if he's worth it or not. He is so much better oh, than I thought he was. I agree. With that. I don't know if it's fit. Do you think the Cavs have been pleasantly surprised oh, yeah. too? Yeah. Because I don't think they could have I expected they, what they've got. I think they knew, like they they had their eye on him for a while. They wanted him for a right. while. They pursued him for a while. I think he's been even better than they stole him. I know Brooklyn they did for, for, for free. first. I mean that's unbelievable what they were able to yeah. get him for and what he's providing. And I remember team. having conversations with people. When they signed him to that extension, I was talking to people in the organization. I'm like, $20 million for a guy who's going to get schemed off the floor in the fine? Like if, if, because ultimately, I mean, you're playing to try and win a championship, right? right? So if you get to a playoff series, my thought was you could just scheme him off the floor. The kind of player he is, it's easier to erase him in a seven-game series. But I'll tell you what, I'm actually turning on that. I think you can play him against pretty much anyone. Yeah. And is that because Mobley's there with him? Mobley's there with him and because he can just do more than I thought that he could. The more right. that I watch him play, I'm like, man. 
I'm not sure that, like, if you play Golden State in other finals or whatever, you can play, you can play him. He can yeah, play sure. in that series. It, it, I didn't know. I thought. I just so. got goosebumps, by the way, when you said so, that. Like, Golden like State. Golden State yeah, series. I mean, can you imagine? What's, can you imagine that? Would that? Be For that wild. three spot, I don't know if you saw this. I texted this to the group yesterday, but Bleacher Report had an article about, like, teams that might trade for guys at the deadline. And he said what you said, that the Cavs don't really have great assets at this point. He suggested Okoro that some young team might be interested. He said Jetty Osmond's expiring contract, if the Cavs are willing to move off him, could be worth something. Uh, and then he suggested that he said they probably don't have enough to get Gary Trent Jr. or Harrison Barnes, but they could get Josh Richards and Joe Harris, who played here, of course, or Cody Martin. I would love Gary Trent Jr. Uh, I would take Joe Harris back in a second. I don't yeah, think you're yeah, getting for any okay. of those names. You I don't either. Not with what okay. we, because those contracts can be attractive, but not that attractive. Right. And Okoro, he won't shoot. Like I know, but every maybe, time yeah. I watch him, he catches the corner and it's it's he's getting rid of it. He's dish. doing nothing out there. I know. It, it, just, it's it's it's. I thought really that maybe they could get something because there's so much talent around him. Right. And the floor would open up for him and there'd be opportunities for him. But so Not far, yet. it's early. It is still early too. By the way, I think the fact that we're having a conversation about like these, who's the most, who's the heart and soul. Yeah. Like when when LeBron was here, that was always an easy discussion. But the fact that you've got really four guys that you can bring up because I, I mean. Garland's in that conversation. Garland's Absolutely. a guy that can oh, yeah. take control of a game. That's better than a nucleus because a nucleus, I think, would be two to three. You've got four. I, th- I think when you when you look, because he's in the Western Conference playing for the Jazz, you, you see a guy twice, right? You know, you're not really seeing him. You see him and then the playoffs a little bit. You're not really watching him. But then when he gets on your squad, you kind of see him up close and personal. And then you're like, man, he's kind of he's, – he's better than I, I thought. Like – from a standpoint of you always know you got a ball player when it just like it don't really matter it don't never really be too big like the it's fourth quarter and just like yesterday we was watching Orlando watching the Orlando game watching the Orlando game he was two of something he yeah. had like 10 points he hits a big yeah. shot and he's just like okay let's go ahead and extend that joint by the way I know that 10 seconds that Orlando team looks like a bad team. They're on five. They got some nice young what players. You I think they're going to get better. As the yeah, they, they feel a, a little like where the Cavs were maybe a year or so ago. Yeah, I, I like that. Wendell Carter, their center, Bonchero, the rookie. He looks he, good. Bonchero looked great. He, he, yeah, they got some nice, nice young players. And they, Suggs, they played hard. I mean, they played their asses off. Suggs and, and what's the name was out too. By the way, yeah. we're going to turn to final takes, but I yeah. just thought that we had to mention that this is the first time in LeBron James' professional career since his rookie season yeah. that his team has started 0 and 4. They're also the Lakers they are, are a rolling Why are you dumpster fire. That contract, dog. <laughs> dumpster hey, fire. I think I. I Why are you telling me? I that? said all offseason we're going to find out if he's still <laughs> if he's still he's hunting not. rings. He is no longer hunting rings. He's no. taking checks. Yeah, yep. he's because yep. he's earned it. Like you yep. want to, you want to just live it out in L.A. and and Ride produce and make movies and do all that's that. That's where he is now. That that's where he is. That's, Folks, that's you want to hear us crap on LeBron or fight with each other? Subscribe <laughs> to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I'd rather hear us crap on LeBron. Bell. Hit that bell, baby. Let's go. It doesn't rather, cost anything. To I think they'd rather hear us. We need you. We want you. He had no, the opportunity. Apparently, he had the opportunity. Yeah. Yes, he, it he was there. He could have come back. And you're right. It really did come down to what is his mindset? Is he still chasing rings? I go and back to the conversation we had in New Orleans his last year here, where he just you can go back and find it. We all wrote about it. He just burned the organization to the ground. Yep. And was saying they were top heavy, and this is his final. This was Griff's final year, so his second last year. And he was getting ready to walk out of the locker room. He's fixing his shirt, and he said it would be different if I wasn't still in championship mode, but I'm still playing at an incredibly high level. And ever since that night, I've always thought, 
So when are you no longer in championship mode? And right. it's here. Yeah, it, we're it's, seeing it. By the way, did you see the video of Russell Westbrook walking into the arena last night? No. It, it was somewhat disturbing. I think he had a hamstring. Didn't see it. So he didn't play. He was walking. If you didn't know anything about the situation, you just watched the video of him walking in, you'd think that he just won an NBA championship. Mm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And he was walking in to tell the team, you know, he wasn't going to play. Yeah. And there are all kinds of internal problems with yeah, that mess. Yeah, I don't know. He's getting all the blame, though, and that's probably unfair. No, it's not fair that he's getting yeah. all the blame, but yeah. he deserves some of it. Oh, no doubt. I mean, yeah. no but doubt. they're asking him to do something that he doesn't I remember do. those days. Uh, <laughs> not my problem anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, tell your buddy McMenamin, he better get ready to change zip code oh, yeah. soon. Because <laughs> he ain't staying out there long. Oh, nope. man. He'll break right. his heart. Final. T- Let me start with my final take. It's very quick. So last night I was dying for a bowl of cereal. I don't eat cereal ever, but for whatever reason I was craving cereal yesterday. Right? The only cereal I eat is Rice Krispies. Believe it or not, I ate them when I was a kid. I I don't really eat cereal, but I was craving Rice Krispies. So I go to Heinen's yesterday. I get my Rice Krispies. I get my uh, gallon of milk. I'm home. It's uh, it's like eight o'clock last night. My son my son says to me, "Can I have some cereal?" And I was like, "Yes." You and I are going to have a bowl of cereal right now. So I go to open the milk. I can't open the milk. I take a gripper. Do something. can't open the milk. I'm like, what is going on? I have to have the milk. I could not open this milk. I don't know what happened to the cap. It was like a turn cap type of thing. I couldn't open it. It was impossible. I don't know what happened. It must have been a flaw in the design. Maybe when they stamp it in the automator, yeah. it missed. It must have. Because they crimp that. It goes on as a full cap, but then they've got to crimp it so you can twist it. Because I, I may be a lot of things, but I'm not weak. I can. <laughs> did you eventually get it off? No. What I did was. <laughs> Drill the hole in the bottom or in the, uh, cut a kind hole in of, the top. I, I took a knife. Yeah. I ain't never, I the I ain't never seen no milk like that. I ain't <laughs> and, never seen and no milk. And then I'm I pick it up. It's coming out the side. I'm drinking. I'm, I'm pouring it into the. I'm like, Aaron, hold the bowl. Hold the bowl. We got to get it in. Please take we video had of that cereal. if that ever happens again. This just uh, in. I need Bull video. needs bagged milk. <laughs> I do. Bagged milk. I need a bag of milk. That's my final take. Oh, my oh, goodness. Good uh, I, I was going to talk about this the other night. I meant to send you guys the video so you could play it. Maybe you guys discussed it on the show already. This, the incident that happened in the NFL game uh, after Tampa Bay lost where Mike Evans seemed to be approached by oh, two yeah. referees to get autographs. Guys, this is really bad. And the NFL just did what the NFL does and said, nope, nothing to see here. Move along without providing any sort of explanation of what was going on. Uh, I got their names here. Side ju- uh, line judge Trip Sutter and side judge Jeff Lamberth. Veteran officials. Yeah, and they co- sort of like chased down Mike Evans in the tunnel after the game. And it sure looked like they were getting autographs from him. Guys, I cannot stress to you how awful of a look this is for the we're not allowed to do that as media. Like it's right on the credentials. If you approach anyone for an autograph, your credentials are revoked. Period. Like you don't. I've been doing this twenty years. Jay, you've been doing it longer than me. I've never once in my entire career approached a player 
for an autograph. Like you just, that's just, that is the number one no-no or one of the top no-nos. And for officials to be, even have that sort of uh, just projection about Mm -hmm. them, it's, it's a really bad look for the NFL. It'll probably go away quickly. I've never, I've stood in tunnels after games before just to try and catch any sort of interaction with players or guys or what their reaction is. There you go. You guys have it. You're better than me. They're claiming he was, that Mike Evans was giving a phone number to one of these guys. For some golf coach or something, it sounds fishy. I don't know, but and that's unacceptable. It's an yeah, it's an awful look. Yeah, even th- if even if that's what it is, yeah, get it afterwards. Like yeah. get it after guys I are think, in the locker room. I think the NFL's lucky the Bucks lost this game because if the Bucks had won, I think it looks even worse. It's not good. And listen, I'm not going to go as far as Tim Donaghy and everything with the NBA and and everything that they went through. But that's a really, really, really yeah. bad look for the NFL. It, it is the optics of it. It Absolutely. really is. Because a lot of people at home, you probably are just saying, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? The big deal is we, it, we have to believe that what we're seeing is real. Yes. And that there's zero chance, zero, that there's any shenanigans going right. on, that there's favoritism, favoritism. Or any of that stuff. Tim Dunning. And it's a yeah. bad, it's bad optics. You're right. Well, I got something a little less light, a little lighthearted, man. Listen, I, sometimes you be out the crib, and you know, you, there's always a get to a point, right? There's there's a point in your life. I always told myself, man, I just want to be able to eat whatever I want every day, right? Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted. Like people talk about being rich, right? People talk about, hey, you're rich. You can go get a car. You can go get a house. You can go. No, no, no. When I grew up, when we grew up in the hood, it was like a, you, it was a situation where your mom cooked something. And that was what you was going to eat. There was no menu. I wanted to be like other people. See, if you in Bull's house, they'd be like Thursday nights, nuggets, Friday nights, pizza, taco Tuesday. Y'all be having menus. Black folks ain't got no menus. It'd be like, you better get this peanut butter and jelly sandwich and it ain't uncrustable. And I'm looking around. <laughs> I'm looking around. Now I said, listen, but yes, at a point in time, you get to a point where you can eat what you want, but there's always something that brings you back home. Sometimes during the week, you got to actually go back to the basics. See, I had one of these Totino's pizzas. I had those. Uh, listen, I had those Totino joints. <laughs> I put it in an oven on the, on the top rack and it got it was crisp. Man, it was one of them pepperoni joints. Oh, bro. Listen, it sent me back. And then I didn't even I went home and I made some old fashioned Kool-Aid with the packets. I had oh. the old fashioned. I was in there cooking. My wife came home and said, what'd you eat? What'd you do? I said, listen, I had this pizza. She was like, what's this t- container? <laughs> you know, Kool-Aid, you got to buy a Kool-Aid pitcher. Mm-hmm, She's like, what is this beverage in here? I said, it'll change your life, man. <laughs> change your life. She's like, why don't you make this all the time? I said, ask me, what? Do you want me to have diabetes? I can't do this. In- <laughs> That how much a, sugar? How long? It was like, it, it's like when you're at Olive Garden when they say, how much cheese you want? And you just, you might as well keep going, dog. <laughs> you might as well keep going, dog. Yeah. I'll take all you got. All you got. You might get another one. But it's always good going back to basics, man. Go go, go to the dollar store. Get you a dollar twenty-five. Get you a pot pie. Get you some of them burritos. And get you a pack of ramen noodles, right? Get you, get you a pack of ramen. You put that on the top stove. You be like, you know what? This is what life is all about, man. Sometimes you got to go back. You know what it is. What, That's what, what Bull did, too. Yeah. Yours is comfort food. Yep. We used to eat cereal. I haven't eaten. Yeah. When you said that, I go, you know, I don't think I've had a bowl of cereal in 20 years. Forever. But when you're a kid, what do you eat? You eat a bowl of cereal. 
Bang. And, and by the way, why are you lumping me with all the random white dudes? Because <laughs> we, we are. Loved? We are. <laughs> we love. Well, I could know who we are. Don't you know we are? Look hey, like we have a hard out at one today. I know. Yeah, we've got sorry, 45 go, seconds. Go, go. So my, my final take is just <laughs> kicking it around with the guys. Did you burn the, the skin on the roof of your mouth? Oh, with that pizza? oh, that cheese. You, I was like oh, this. Yeah. It's like it's lava. as hot as the stuff that comes out of a volcano. Yeah. There you go. Hey, real quick before we go, mess you up. Don't forget we got um, Buckeyes post game this Saturday. And yep. We've got post game for Browns Monday night. That's right. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, buy some T-shirts. Let's go. Absolutely. Hit the bell. Uh, you did a great job, Jay. Have a good vacation. Mike, here, thank everybody. you. Mike's Mike back with clean goodbye. teeth. Get good your afternoon. teeth cleaned any look, day. Cheese wife does not sound like that, by the way. Doesn't sound at all. Like <laughs> at all. He does not. It just. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.